So that in itself is such a great mm-hmm. reason yeah. to forgive, yeah. to answer your question, because I'm re-injuring myself yeah. every time I don't forgive you. Right. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back to another episode of the Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hey, Carrie. So we are going to talk about something today that can be a little bit heavier, but you and I are both really excited about it. Yes. Because this really does make a powerful difference in people's lives. It is so important. So we're going to talk about forgiveness. Oh, yes. Right? Right. So there's... Forgiveness can be a really messy, really complicated, Mm -hmm. really hard thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I've struggled a lot with it in my life because, you know, from my years of being in the church, you hear a lot, you know, forgive as God forgave you. And so like there's this pressure there of like, oh, I'm supposed to forgive. But it's so complicated. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've had a lot of experiences where I've been told you need to forgive, but not how this is how you do it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, and so I'm excited because we're actually going to get into some steps, some practical things that you can do to actually begin a process of forgiveness mm-hmm. and um, some things that you can do to kind of facilitate forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that too. I am too, because I don't, you think like a lot of people are in the same boat as me of like, I know I'm supposed to forgive, but I don't know how. Oh, I think every human I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I think every human, human, if they stop and really think about it, we're all in the same boat of forgiveness, needing the freedom that forgiveness brings. The opposite of that is the bondage Mm. that unforgiveness keeps us in. And we all have someone in our life, Mm -hmm. again, if you really stop and ponder Mm -hmm. that we need to forgive, because we all have people in our lives who have harmed us Mm -hmm. in some way. Yeah. And we either carry that baggage Mm -hmm. with us Mm -hmm. that causes resentment, bitterness, anger with us, or, or we can let it go and learn how to let that go in a very healthy way. Right. And that's called forgiveness. Yeah. How do you do that? Properly. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. to get to the how, you're going to have to wait until next week because next week we're really going to dive into the nitty gritty details and the steps for that. But you just touched on a lot there, Susan. I did. I you opened did. it up. Didn't no, I? no. I just feel like there's. It's so important to know why we need to forgive because. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to just know the steps like I need to know that this forgiveness journey, this forgiveness process, there's actually a benefit to walking through this forgiveness process, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, you know, as believers, we have to start with the whole concept of we have to forgive because that's what was modeled to us from God through Jesus on the cross, right? And there is, you know, all those times in church where you hear you're supposed to forgive, there is a biblical mandate for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I know you have some information on the difference between the forgiveness that God gives to us and the forgiveness that God asks us to give to each other. So can you unpack that a little bit? Yes, I'm I'm excited about that. Yes, and this is something that 
I read periodically mm-hmm. myself. It's also something that I give to my clients. I've given to you mm-hmm. to give to your clients. Yep. And it's called the forgiveness process. Mm-hmm. So I first want to kind of pause there. I said the word process. Which to me means it's not one step. It is not. Yeah. Because we hear a lot of people say, I've forgiven you. Mm. I've forgiven them. Mm-hmm. But then the narrative yeah. after that tells us mm-hmm. that, in fact, they have not. Right. Uh, they're still beating them over the head with a baseball bat. Right. You know, from or they're still later. like holding grudges yes. or re- from, ruminating about what they yes. did to them. Or, For, from 10 years ago right. or 20 years mm-hmm. ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, or I think a big one that comes up a lot is if you say you've forgiven someone, maybe a spouse or a child, mm-hmm. and then you're having an argument five years later, and you're like, well, do you remember that one yes, time? Yes. So you bring it up. Yes. You bring it up. Um, historical. Yes. <laughs> so it's really, uh, so forgiveness must be a process. Mm-hmm. So it takes a minute. Mm. It's not just a light switch mm-hmm. on and off. And so that's a really important thing to mm-hmm. even talk about that one piece, that it really is a a process. I want to give credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. There there is, it was a collaborative effort Mm -hmm. to put together this forgiveness process Mm -hmm. when I was at the Joshua Center. And so Ryan Raina, myself, several other therapists really worked hard to put this together, Mm -hmm. a beautiful piece on forgiveness. A lot of research went into Mm -hmm. it and it has been edited so many times. (laughs) I can't even count on the fingers that I have. Because it's been edited so many times because it is a process. Mm -hmm. There are two kinds of forgiveness, Mm -hmm. God's forgiveness Mm -hmm. and our forgiveness. Okay. Now, if there are any Hebrew scholars out there, I may mispronounce these two words. I think you get a free pass when pronouncing Hebrew words. (laughs) We're going to go for it. There are two words, kalak and nasa. Okay. Clock is God's kind of forgiveness, and that is a one-time forgiveness mm-hmm. that God, He can forgive and forget. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. Forgives and forgets. Right. And it's that moment when Jesus was on the cross and said, it is finished. It he is forgave finished. us once mm-hmm. and for all That's right. in this profound moment. And wouldn't that be nice if we could do that as well? It would be. I will remember your sins no more. That's Hebrews 8.12. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews 8.12. Well, guess what? We're not like that. What? Uh, No, (laughs) we're not. And so in our brain, we have this thing called an amygdala, Mm -hmm. and it stores data. Okay. Information and data. Mm -hmm. So we're not capable of that. Right. So we and, and I just want to say, when you say we're not capable of mm-hmm. that, let's remember God is the one who created our amygdala. That's exactly right. Right. That's right. So the fact that we're not capable of that mm-hmm. is not a mistake. No, it's not. There is it's a God a, and we're not it. Right. <laughs> and so his ability to forgive and forget is supernatural. It is. It's miraculous. It is. We don't have that ability. We do not. Because our amygdala likes to remember. It does like to remember. And so that is, consequently, Mm -hmm. that is why forgiveness is a process, in fact. Right. Because his is a one-time forgive and forget. Mm -hmm. And so forgiveness must, in fact, be a process. And that explains why it's a process. Right. And that's the NASA process. And that's the human. Yeah. And so it's so vital to understand that and know it so that we take the proper 
time with Jesus Mm -hmm. because here's the deal about forgiveness. And this is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. We're never more like Christ Mm -hmm. than when we choose to forgive someone who has wronged us. It's not even natural to Mm -hmm. do it. It's not. So therefore, it becomes supernatural. Mm -hmm. We need you, God, Mm -hmm. to forgive this person who has hurt me, who has harmed me, who has wronged me. Mm -hmm. So I need you to do this through me. Right. You know, I can't do it myself. Mm -hmm. You will have people that say, I don't want to do it. Right. Because. And and that's fair. It is fair. Because there's so many times I can remember where I'm like, I know I should forgive this person, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to. Don't want to. Because the hurt that was, the hurt was so deep. That I'm like, how can I forgive that? I don't even want to. I don't even, yeah. And then it becomes, um, and I've done it to where I've even said, I, this is this is has become decisional forgiveness, mm. if mm-hmm. you will, yeah. for me. I am just deciding to do this. Mm-hmm. My heart says no. Right. I don't want to. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're telling me to, you know, God. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to. Yeah. And you're going to have to do this through me. Yeah. And because it's a process and I'm going to do it every day, mm-hmm. um, then he's the one that changes my heart. Yeah. You know, but um, but to your point, it, it's OK. Mm-hmm. It's OK. There's mm-hmm. no shame in saying I don't want to. I don't to. want to. Um, you know, can't shock God. <laughs> uh, but it's all kind of part of the process. Mm-hmm. But it's such a vital part. But those are the two kinds of forgiveness. Okay. So God forgives and forgets. Mm -hmm. We forget and remember. Mm -hmm. And both of those are okay. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about that whole kind of wrestle that we have, because there are those moments where I'm like, I know I'm supposed to forgive, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So what are the benefits of forgiving? Because I've always heard forgiveness is for me. It's not for the other person. Mm -hmm. But what does that actually mean? Well, you know, Lisa Turkhurst Mm -hmm. has the book called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Mm -hmm. And there's a line that she uses in this book that I thought was really good. Mm -hmm. She says about forgiveness, the forgiving part is so vitally important because you'll find yourself re-injuring yourself. Mm. And I thought, isn't that a great way to put that when you're choosing not to? To forgive who you re-injure is you. Right. So that in itself is such a great Mm -hmm. reason to forgive, to answer your question, because I'm re-injuring myself every time I don't forgive you. Right. If I'm angry Mm -hmm. at you for hurting me and I stay bitter Mm -hmm. at you and I relive Mm -hmm. what you did and relive it and relive it again and relive it again. And I've got it on speed dial. Right. All the time and ruminate on it. Yeah. I'm re-injuring myself. Right. And the person that you're Oh, they're mad fine. at. They don't even know. They're fine. Right. They're the, on living their lives. They've moved on. Yes. They've moved on, but not me. Right. I just and keep so every time it comes back, it mm-hmm. hurts you again. It hurts you again, yeah. over and over again. And so it is her term is re-injured. Mm-hmm. And we use that term. We use different words mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Uh, but I really like the mm-hmm. way it yeah, was worded it's such in the a book. good visual picture of and I love the re-injure. I'm not too. injuring myself. The that person injured me already. They are the ones that caused the initial harm. That's right. 
But by me walking in unforgiveness, I am re-injuring mm-hmm. myself. I'm opening that wound back up again. And that's why I liked that term mm-hmm. a little bit better mm-hmm. than uh, other terms I've used before, because you're right. I'd already been injured. Right. And here I am re-injuring right. myself. And the goal is not to re-injure. It's to no, heal. It's to heal. Yeah. And by not opening the door mm-hmm. to true forgiveness mm-hmm. process, and it's it's hard. Let me tell you, this, this is a process that is not easy. Yeah. It's not for the faint or weary. Mm-hmm. And it's worth every single second. Yeah. Because in the end... There is freedom. Yeah. There is freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the that's the beautiful part of this process is we're the ones who get the freedom. We're the ones that get the freedom. And at the end, when I did my first full forgiveness process, mm-hmm. the very first one, at the end of that forgiveness process, I, mean, I could just feel that God released me mm-hmm. at the end of that forgiveness process on this person Mm -hmm. that I was asking forgiveness for. And at the end of it, when he released me, it was not from my harm or theirs. Mm -hmm. But but if you were to ask me, why did you do a forgiveness Mm -hmm. process on them? Because of the amygdala, there's a database up there. And I can tell you why I had to do a forgiveness process. But when I'm telling you, there's not an emotional, you know, pull that I'm going through or Mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm not re-injured. Yeah. I'm not re-injured. Right. You're coming from a place of healing. Totally. You can retell the story, yes. but you're not bleeding all over the place no. emotionally as you're no. telling that story because through forgiveness, you got to a place of healing. Totally. That's beautiful. It is. So we're talking today about why we Mm -hmm. need to forgive. Right. And so one piece of this that I think is really important is unforgiveness can really affect our relationships. Mm. Right. Yes. And we were talking about like unforgiveness is re-injuring ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't want that. No. But unforgiveness also injures our relationships. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Unforgiveness it's like a prison. Mm. And one of the books that we've mentioned in this forgiveness process mm-hmm. is The Bait of Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that name is kind of, ooh. Yeah. Um, and it's by John Bevere. It's by John Bevere. I've got an updated version of it. But the one thing mainly that you get from this mm-hmm. book is, and the one thing that I pull up, up out of it. I talk to clients a lot about mm-hmm. um, that it's their language uh, is the spirit of offense. Mm. Now, let me talk about that just a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you land in the world, if you will, of unforgiveness, yeah. that is where the spirit of offense lives. Yeah. And Carrie, the spirit of offense, we just did, did we do four? Podcast or three? I can't remember. On the Four Horsemen? On the Four Horsemen. I think we did four. Okay. However many we did Uh on the Four Horsemen, you're going to get all four horsemen Uh in the spirit of offense. Yeah. So the Four Horsemen, if you miss that, are criticism, Mm -hmm. defensiveness, definitely, stonewalling, Uh and contempt. All of them. And these are the four things that research have found are the most damaging to a relationship. 
And so what I'm hearing you say is Mm -hmm. if I harbor unforgiveness, Mm -hmm. a spirit of offense is going to come over me Mm -hmm. and the behavior that comes from this place is I'm going to be critical. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be defensive. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stonewall people and I'm going to eventually become contemptuous towards the people around me. And and people may think that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody wronged me and I'm choosing not to forgive them. That person wronged me. It's their fault. I'm fine. Yeah. No, you're not fine. Yeah. If you're harboring unforgiveness you're pushing it under the rug. Mm. It's festering mm. inside yeah. you. Yeah. Let me assure you, a festering inside you does come out. It does. And it is so easy mm. for us to take things personally. Yeah. And so somebody just comes along and says something to you. It could be at work. It could be at home. It could be at the grocery store Mm -hmm. and you will take offense to it so easily and so quickly you have no idea because it says in scripture proverbs 4 23 Mm -hmm. above all else yeah guard your heart right because it's the wellspring of your life Mm -hmm. well what's the wellspring yeah if it's unforgiveness what is the wellspring right And what's going to come out. mm -hmm. Yeah. If it's the spirit of offense, Mm -hmm. I can tell you what's going to come out. Right. And it's not pretty. It's not. And the sad part to me is, is that let's just say that there's a person named Bob. I'm making this up. And Mm -hmm. if your name is Bob, I'm sorry. It's Mm -hmm. not a personal. Mm -hmm. But like five years ago, Bob did something that hurt me and I never forgave him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to only be mean to Bob. Exactly. Every person I come in contact with, my spouse, Susan, my kids, my best friend, my coworkers, if that spirit of offense Mm -hmm. because of unforgiveness lives inside of me, I'm I'm gonna be like critical and you know, mean to everyone in my life, Mm -hmm. not just the person who hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes it so important to think about because, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if we can compartmentalize that and say like, there really was a terrible person in my life and I'm not going to be nice to them, but I'm going to be nice to everyone else. That would be great. But that's not how we work as people. Mm Mm-mm. You know, and I think that what that scripture that you shared is true because we do have this heart that lives inside of us and the words that come out of our mouth and our attitudes and our behavior all come from that heart. Mm -hmm. And so if there's any unforgiveness there towards anyone, this could spill out over every single person we come in contact with. Every single one. And I don't want that. Oh, I don't want to hurt you because some other woman was mean to me 10 years ago. Isn't that the truth? Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how do we guard against that? Mm -hmm. And I think that taking steps towards forgiveness is a really powerful way that we can do that. It is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, ask God. You were saying, you know, I know we're doing more of the how Mm -hmm. in our next episode, but asking God the business of forgiveness that we need to take care of, Mm -hmm. spending time with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's obvious to us for most of, but there are some God will reveal Mm -hmm. that we need to take care of business in the area of forgiveness because we desire, all of us, Mm -hmm. I know, to live in freedom. Yeah. Because we we want the wellspring Mm -hmm. of our life to be 
you know, God wants us to live yeah. in freedom. Yeah. And abundance and abundance. joy and healthy relationships and mm-hmm. all of that is available to us. Yes. If we'll go through this process. Right. Yeah. Right. And does it require work with us and God? Yes, <laughs> yes. it does. So it much does. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's worth it. It is worth it. Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up this episode, I have one question about forgiveness that I want us to talk about because this was a hard concept for me for a long time. Mm. Um, where I had in my head that forgiveness and reconciliation were tied together, mm. you know, mm. that you couldn't have one without the other. Mm. And so like, for example, there, there's a person in my past mm-hmm. that was abusive towards me mm. and I had to sever that relationship. There had to come a point where I'm like, it is not safe for me to be in relationship with this person. Yes. Um, but then I also had this realization of, I have to forgive them mm-hmm. for what they have done to me. Yeah. So that you could So that I freedom. could live in freedom. Mm-hmm. But I remember having this, I, I literally remember, I remember exactly where I was, mm-hmm. um, that it was the fall. It was cold. It was a little bit drizzly. I was wearing a jacket and I'm walking and I'm praying. And I remember saying out loud, God, if I forgive them, does that mean I have to let them back into my life? Mm. Because I thought that forgiveness meant reconciliation. Uh-uh. And if you would have told me, yes, mm-hmm. you have to let that abusive person back into your life after you forgive them. Mm-hmm. I instantly would have said, well, then I'm never going to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Right? right. But thankfully in that moment, it was as clear as I've ever heard from God before. He was like, no baby girl, mm-hmm. you do oh. not mm-hmm. have to subject yourself to that ever mm. again you can forgive them without letting them hurt you ever again Absolutely. and that was such freedom uh-huh. for me and it was almost it was exactly what i needed to begin mm-hmm. the process of forgiveness Absolutely. towards that person mm-hmm. and so i wonder if you can talk a little bit about what the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation is mm-hmm. and how Sometimes they do go together, but sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. This this is um, and how beautiful. Uh, first of all, yeah. Carrie, how beautiful and the and the sweetness of Jesus, right? How he spoke to you. Yeah. I, I just must comment on that first. I love that. I love him. Uh-huh. I love Jesus, and I love you, I love and I love you. it that he spoke to you. Yes. So this is generally what I say to people mm-hmm. about reconciliation and forgiveness. Uh, and here's a, a rule of thumb. Is that fair to say? Yeah. That you cannot have reconciliation without forgiveness. Mm, that makes sense. But you can forgive right. without reconciliation. That's so good. Okay. I just hope that that gives freedom to so many people right now. Yes. And that, that was your story. It was. You forgave yeah. without reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And Jesus told you yeah. that was good. That yeah. was, you know, you, that was exactly what you should have done. Yeah. And, and you needed the forgiveness for freedom for but you didn't, uh-huh, for yes. yourself, but you did not, it was not safe for you to get mm-hmm. back with this abuser. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you forgave without reconciliation and I'm going to repeat that rule of thumb yeah. in order for reconciliation to happen. Forgiveness has, has to, to be there. Uh-huh. Yes. But to forgive, mm-hmm. you don't you don't have, have to reconcile. To, you yeah. don't have to reconcile. Yeah. So that's and the I, whole thumb. And I think that I think part of that is is knowing reconciliation requires more than just forgiveness. 
That's right. It requires both people. Both people. Realizing how they've hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Repenting. Because forgiveness also doesn't require repentance. Right. You know? And so, and that that was one thing that kind of came to me in that whole process is that forgiveness only requires one person. Mm-hmm. You know, in that relationship right. with that person who had harmed me, mm-hmm. I was the only person who was needed to go through the forgiveness process. It wasn't dependent on it his It wasn't response. dependent mm-hmm. on him. But for reconciliation to have happened, right. both of us right. would have needed to work on the relationship, mm-hmm. you know, go through a process of healing together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for me was the difference of recognizing the other person is never going to go through that process. That is very true. Right? That is very, very true. Uh, so they are related, reconciliation and forgiveness, but they are very different. Yeah. And that difference that we just talked about is very crucial. It is. Mm-hmm. So I've loved this conversation. I can't wait until next week because now I'm like, okay, this feels really important. Like mm-hmm. I want this freedom. I don't want to keep re-injuring myself. Mm-mm. I want my relationships to be healthier and not influenced by unforgiveness that I have towards someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still am like, okay, but how do we do this, Susan? Mm -hmm. So next week, we're going to go through kind of like just some nitty gritty practical steps to the actual process of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Won't that be good? I mean, it'll be good for all of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited about it too. Okay. So we'll see you guys next week then. Yep. Looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 